shout out to the Bronx, North Bronx to be exact. Let's go. Oh, shout I know out to my bro go. Benny the Butcher. New, not Benny uh, the Butcher. Not Benny the Butcher. Benny from the North. Fuck Benny the Butcher. <laughs> Benny from the North. He's out in L.A. right now doing his thing. Cali. That's right. What up? He got a new project out. It's called The Collection. Nice. It's got my joint on there. This is not my joint. This is my new joint. It's got my old joint on That's there. Your other, other that joint. was on uh, <laughs> SoundCloud called I Miss You. Right. That's my shit. Go check it out if you right. haven't heard it. But this is my new shit. Shouts to Benny. Energy up, energy up, energy up. Oh. Hey, yo, Benny, what up, God? Ain't shit changed. Boy. Benny, what's good? Friend, but I'm still sucker duck and keep that shit 100. Ain't about nothing. We got thought provoking the house today, Nigga, Jersey City. Straight Fuego Studios. I'll show you how to whip with the left arm. Baby oh, Mac yes. like a T-Rex arm. I pray for Shout my out Rock I don't want them niggas to get smoke unless I was the nigga that sent smoke. They thought that my pen broke, but I was out relaxing yeah. in Pembroke. Yeah. Nigga, my words barred. Big BX, big BX. I played a passage on the West Coast. Army jacket looking like Esco. Y'all niggas way too gullible, hair too colorful. You wildin' out, sis, now I got a big brother, you. Living in the world where niggas do it for glamour. The lookout boys wanna be bigger than the trappers. Producers wanna, wanna be, be bigger, bigger than, than the rappers. rappers. I let my little homie Canyon, yo, without the camera. Great minds don't think alike, they, they think, think alone. alone. When shit get rocky, I go Sylvester Stallone. Had to show him what I Shout made Shout out Rocky. Up. I can get your grave dug. You from the same town, but you can never get the same love. They said I couldn't go back home, and that was flattering, but the only reason they still home is they ain't traveling. traveling. Big shot, who cares? I'm back. finally. With a monster clone. He caught one. Benny from the North, the collection out now. New music out now. Thought Provoker, he got a, a EP called Poetry in Motion out now. Let's go, let's go. Hold on, I got something else new for y'all. Hold on, you know just one second. Check this out. New Kanye. That's all I got though, it's just a snippet. I'm gonna play it again. This guy. Woo, new Kanye. Yo, I gotta tell you something. That's all I got. I got baby girl in the house tonight. You know, it's her first time, so we. I said this on the last show, and no matter what, like Kanye's on his crazy shit or whatever, 
He's always gonna produce some shit. That's just how fire, right? He's gonna produce you know, some shit, yo. And I know you like the Backstreet Boys too. So <laughs> yeah, I know you're extra excited for that shit. You know what? Welcome, you know what hold on, hold on. Let me do that joke. Welcome, world. Welcome, world. <laughs> what a hater. Episode 175 of the Great American Hip Hop Debate Podcast. I am the brother Burns. To the left of me, I got uh, AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys. AJ was, McLean. Was he on the Backstreet Boys? Or he? I don't. I, don't I got one know. of the Backstreet Boys to my left. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Uh, <laughs> yes, to the OP. You know what it be, baby. We out here. We got our guest, Jersey City's own thought provoker in the building. What's good, y'all? What's good? What's good? What's good? Rapper, peace, poet, peace. spoken peace. word, yeah, yeah, performer. Yeah. Let me just clear that up. I'm from the 845 NY. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. You yeah. live in Jersey City. Yeah, 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 I live in Jersey City. Okay. But what is the 845? 845 NY is Poughkeepsie, is Newburgh, is towns like okay, Middletown, up upstate New York. You know what I'm saying? Oh, upstate, upstate. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to that. Shout out to upstate. Shout out to the bros, Etho. Yeah. Jay Black, uh, shout out to my bro Boo Boo, shout out to Reno Raps, they got a big show in Brooklyn, January 5th, yeah, yeah. big shout out to the bro Jay Rios, always making sure we stay in tune, we're gonna be in the building, True indeed. Thought Provoker, you're more than welcome if you're, if you're available, January 5th in Brooklyn, um, check the Instagram for the exact address, it's yeah. like King, uh, Kings, Kingsland, some shit, Brooklyn, y'all know what it is. Um, back to the Backstreet Boys, your favorite band of all time. Talk to me about uh, uh, you started the fan club, right? If word, yeah, yeah, back back in the day, the president. I was yeah. part of the Backstreet fan club. <laughs> you know, had vice president and all that. You got the tattoo, sir? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah still lit, got lit. it, still got it, still got it. Lifetime, Always, <laughs> Backstreet for life. But that's off the Kanye and uh, yeah. Ty Dolla Sign. EP or album that should be dropping nice. soon. How y'all yeah, feel about what, that? Y'all yeah, interested? What is that, that dropping? Like, I'm, I'm interested to hear it. Like, yeah. sonically, like, you may not like um, Kanye's politics or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. I'm looking forward to it sonically. I want to hear yeah, how it yeah, sounds. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Separate separate all that, you know. Yeah. I, I always, just want to hear how it sounds sonically. Like I said, I always said he's going to produce some shit. Right. And him and Ty Dolla Sign have... have have made some dope shit before. They have? Yeah. Um, he do? was on, uh, Ty Dolla Sign was on uh, uh, Life of Pablo, I believe. Okay, yeah, you're right. And you're right. possibly also on uh, Kids See Ghost. I could be wrong, but. You're right as well. Yeah, he was on Kids yeah, See Ghost. So yeah, so definitely. And I fuck with Ty Dolla Sign as a feature. Yeah, not as a. Not, not as a, an album. Not as yeah. a feature on it. Like, not, like his own projects? Yeah, they, they haven't been good. Know, He's always been better as a feature. They're yeah. always subpar to expectation yeah. because he's so good as a feature you right, think he's right, gonna right. drop some he's like nate dog ah, nate dog is a great man. example rest in peace the west coast legend great uh feature artist yeah but couldn't hold you, the album you couldn't by name himself. his album if you know yeah, yeah, ain't like that i got love joint I, <laughs> I got see i don't even remember it <laughs> That's okay. I'm thinking if I got hoes. That's what I love. Sure. Yeah. I, I like that too. I'm just saying. Nah. I, I would dig some posthumous uh, uh, content from Nate Dogg. I would too. I'm surprised you know it has, it, it, there's nothing out. Yeah, who knows? Um, who knows if he stood in the studio? Shug, like that? Shug yeah. got that shit in the vault. Shug ain't playing, Fucking bro. Shug, yo. He's shout out he, to Shug. He got a podcast. Doing, yeah, he's doing a podcast yeah. from prison, yeah, right? Yeah. Damn, shouts to that, man. Wow. Shout out to That's shit. crazy that in prison now you can get tablets and all that shit and all kinds of crazy shit. You got the road casting. And all and that, yo. They have <laughs> PS5. Yeah, yo, that's cell crazy. Cell phones, yo. Wi-Fi. They're making it, you know what, but that's scary though. You know why though, right? Because they're making it a little too comfortable for people to be like, oh, it's not that bad. No, it's still prison, fam. Yeah, <laughs> All right, how about if I propose the question, ain't we in prison? 
What you? Uh, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. The mental prison and all that. Tell me the world prison, the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. financial prison. Or a little too deep for the first fifteen minutes. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. You really went <laughs> off the fuck. You really went to the bottom of those. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I, I, I get into really? in that too. Christ. You feel? Like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah, that prison's no, better, bro. Do, they don't gotta pay rent. They get fed. They got. They got cuddle buddies. Day about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know about all that, man. Hey, Fuck all yo. that, yo. I don't I know. Don't know man. Hey, is crazy. If, they, if that's their choice, man, we can't knock them. No, no, no. If that's what you like and that's what you're into, Peace by to all, by, by all means, they stick to what you like. You know what I'm saying? It ain't for me. Yeah, word. Personally, and I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. You, know you can't saying? be into the Backstreet Boys and not be into. You can definitely be that. into the Backstreet Boys and not be in. <laughs> Backstreet Boys are insane. Quick. Backstreet Boys. Back, back, Backstreet Boys, Backstreet, Backstreet? Boys. Ah! Yeah. Nah, I gotta go. Yo, NSYNC was Justin Timberlake, bro. Come on. Justin Timberlake alone beats all the Backstreet Boys. They're not fucking talented, I really. I don't know. I got. They're machine. I don't give a fuck. How about that? I'm a little True. off Justin Timberlake. You know what I'm saying? He kind of, he kind of giving me the the, the vulturous vibes. For real. Yeah. yeah. Oh for yeah. Me. He's doing it now. He's doing the vulture. Nah, well, I, he I, always I, did. I kind of. What do you feel, mean? Yeah. He was always a culture vulture. I kind of, I kind of feel like he hopped on the R and B wave, took all of. Nah, but he also got a strong cosign at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. With Pharrell, Pharrell said he was the new Marvin Gaye. He's wild. Fuck Pharrell. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Who the wildin'. fuck is Pharrell to say anybody's Pharrell the new Marvin Gaye? Pharrell is one of the Marvin most Gay. accomplished producers in yeah. the world, not even just in hip hop. In the world, that, bro. What's that supposed to mean to me? I'm just saying though, though. And I love Pharrell, but he <laughs> he got that way because that he was cry, like he was already given that. Like Pharrell, like you always said, sometimes we too welcoming. You know what I mean? The culture. We are too welcoming, bro. And he came, raped the culture, made his bread, violated Janet Jackson, got forgiven, well, and then yeah. made a fucking country album. And now he's touring country shit. Fuck out of here, bro. Fuck Justin See, Timberlake. Although. Right. The 2020 project is a five mic classic R&B album that I'll play from yeah. start to finish whenever I want. But fuck him <laughs> and Pharrell too, bro. Nah, nah. fuck Pharrell. Pharrell's all right. Nah, nah, I, I can't. Nice, I can't dude. go that far. But he wilded out with the opinion, though. That that fuck Pharrell. I'm gonna stand yeah, no, by. Was, it, bro. When he said that, I was like, nah, I'm gonna stand by. It. Well, what were we talking about before the show? You got to stand on your truth, regardless of the fucking whatever. Pharrell gonna jump me? What? What he gonna do? Hey, he got the nerds. If I get beat up by nerds, I deserve it, bro. Yeah, you probably will get beat up. I probably by would. I'll join them. <laughs> you, you are <laughs> yes, a nerd. I'm a super nerd. You kidding me? Oh, uh, man. Let's get into these projects, man. My bro, Thought Provoker, is dropping eight projects in the year 2023. Before we get into the actual projects, what was the mindset behind yeah. that plan? Just working, bro. I feel as though, like, when I started getting into my bag last year, I just had this like spur of creativity and I felt like it was a creative way to like, you know, stay relevant, stay in the algorithm. And I had more than enough content to just keep going and keep releasing. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, it's, it's always, I feel like it's cookie cutter. We fixate on the rollout plan. You got an eight week rollout plan. And mm-hmm. then what I was hearing from my fans is we want music mm-hmm. like before anything else. And me, you know, me starting back, getting into it, I started rapping back in like back again in like 2014 Mm -hmm. and I started to realize the catalog wasn't as strong and didn't have enough projects in it. Mm -hmm. So I said this year, my focus is to increase my catalog. And that's what, you know, that's what I've been doing. That was, was there any specific reason it was eight projects? It was just what, it was just what 
the content called for. No. You know, it was like, all right, I can knock these two EPs out. I got two more EPs planned. And a lot of the times, like, even I know we'll get into it, but I'm creating on the spot. Mm. So I kind of put myself under pressure as like, I'm going to make these eight projects. Yeah. This is this is a goal I set for myself. Yeah. I originally said 10, but mm. I said I stopped more so between eight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I was going to ask, are these like, uh, pro- not projects, but songs that you just compiled that you've had, or you're just making them as you go. I make I'm making them as I go. Wow. Are you recording yourself? I'm not recording myself. I go to I go to a studio sometimes. Sometimes I'll you know have a verse. I'll have a little setup where I have you know have my verses there and and set them up to get mixed. Tracks. Yeah, the yeah, reference yeah. tracks and everything. But most of the time, I'm heading to the studio, do like a five hour session, knock out two projects, leave. Okay. Like, like that's kind of the the style. Wow, that's crazy then. Yeah. So you like you said you are having a spurt of creativity. Yeah, yeah. But I usually but I usually do that because um like I like when I'm in the studio like I'm focused. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I'm there. Mm-hmm. So when I'm there, my main goal is to knock out as many songs as possible and to rehearse the songs that I've already had. That way, I'm not wasting the time. It's like mm-hmm. knock that one song, cue up the next one. Knock down one song, cue up the next one. So we mm-hmm. not. Wasting time. I'm not sitting here doing 80 takes and all that. That's how I can put out okay. eight projects okay. in right. within the year. Dope. And that's great advice for new artists. Don't go in the studio bullshit. Mm-hmm. Don't go to the studio to write. That's terrible. You just yeah, wasting your you gotta have it already. Have your shit ready. Have your shit practiced, memorized, right. ready to go. Get in there, knock it out. Tell the engineer to do his mixing and mastering later when you gone. Mm-hmm. Knock out his. That's a Tupac uh, method. That's a Tupac. Yeah. Um, right. Record as work. much as you as much as you can. Yeah, while mm-hmm. you're there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so shout out to that. Shout out to you. Eight projects, super mm-hmm. dope. Um, real quick, as a as an artist, do you feel pressure to constantly release projects in order to keep that algorithm jumping and stuff? I feel. I feel like absolutely. I feel like, but I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily, I wouldn't call it pressure. I wouldn't necessarily just call it, you know, staying creative. You have no. to stay active. Right. You have to be active in some way, shape, or form. But you also have to create, like, try to create seminal works so that months down the line, they remember you. Right. So the trick is, the trick is to create an abundance of content, but yeah. don't sit here and create something that isn't meaningful right. just to be in the algorithm. Create something that's going to stand the test of time. Now, we're going to talk about next year and, and years after and, mm-hmm. and and having, you know, liner notes or certain, you know, s- something to differentiate you in your creative yeah. process. Like, you don't just want to put out bullshit. Like, you well, don't want to do that. But yeah. you what you want to do is you want to have your content, you know, so potent and so powerful that they remember you mm-hmm. as opposed to just putting something, whatever out just to be popular or putting a skit out or putting a, a freestyle out yeah, just yeah. Uh, mainly to be there solely to be there. You want to be viable right. there. You know right. what I mean? Uh-huh. What, what do you say to people that say that releasing so many projects in a year kind of dilutes your catalog and your content? I would say that if, if they feel as though they dilute it, then they're not putting the, you know, requisite attention on the projects that they're releasing. Every project that I put out, I'm putting 150% into that project. It may seem like it's coming quick, but within those, but within that time that I'm creating, there's nothing else that matters outside of that project. You can put out a multitude of albums in a year, 
they all can be good, but it's all about the attention to detail and how much you actually care about it. Do you care about creating the best art possible or you solely care about being in the algorithm, being viral, being popping, being lit, mm-hmm. having, you know, having some, some money attached to it. Is that your main goal? Cause I feel like if you focus on the art first, right. all that other stuff comes with it right. when you just focus mainly on your art. I feel like it dilutes it if you diluted your effort into putting proper in, proper attention into each project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so like so you said you don't you don't um you don't focus so much on the rollout, like you're not focused on the rollout. So but beforehand do you think out the how could I put it? The concept the of concept the concept of the album. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Most uh, pretty much every project I've put out this year and years past has been, you know, thematically you know detailed Uh so it's always been thematic that way i feel like i feel like it sort of takes the place of a rollout because you can sort of follow the theme it's always attached to something like it may be attached to wrestling it may be attached to some nostalgia it may Mm -hmm. be attached to like a soul album like i had with solo Mm -hmm. so you see the david ruffin it's like oh we're getting we're getting you know him pouring out his soul Mm -hmm. into things you know but it's not saying like in the future it wasn't focused on I won't be focused on the rollout. But for this year, it was more so I was focused on putting out the projects mm-hmm. so that the catalog could be bolstered. Yeah. And then from there on, we'll focus on more detailed rollouts and, you know, things of that nature. Projects and shit, yeah. yeah. But I think like you said, the the concept of it and the creativity of it yeah. serves as a as a rollout of sorts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if your fans are paying attention and and aware that there's eight releases dropping this year, then that that itself is a, is a form of a rollout. True indeed. Right. <clears throat> to go back to what you said about um artists kind of just putting out work to be lit or mm-hmm. or to remain active and to be on yeah. the algorithm. I think we see that a lot. I think we've seen that a lot this year. Yeah. A good example would be like let's say a little Uzi Vert or a little Dirk where they drop an album, it's subpar, then they talk to the fans and are like, yo, you know, I know the show was subpar, but I'm about to drop the deluxe in two weeks. Yeah, That's yeah. going to be the real album. And it's like, why you ain't dropped the real album first? Why y'all got to yeah. sit through the bullshit first to then get they, they made the you deluxe? buy the bullshit, yeah, they now they're going to make you buy the deluxe. That's why I don't buy mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Apple Music. For ten ninety nine, I got any song I want and I don't got to buy nothing. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you're... 0.073 cent stream isn't helping you as an artist. <laughs> but I also, but I also, I'm sorry. No, 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 I just want to interject. I also, Hater. to all artists, to all artists. Yeah, but I also feel like if that's your, if you're putting all your hopes and dreams on Spotify, you don't yeah, have yeah. no merch, you don't have no physicals to go give people. Right. Or if you're not, like I said, also like attention to detail, like knowing your fan base. What does your fan base want? My fan base wants merch and and physicals, right. so I have to figure out a way to make it a brand with. Merchant physicals. If you're only worried about that couple cents you get from Spotify, then you really haven't thought out and planned how does your brand work in no. this day and age. Mm-hmm. Your, your you business can, plan you, is fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you could easily, you could like, you know, sh- I, I'm I'm the one on online doing the planning about Spotify, but mm-hmm. I also realize that I feel like that a lot of times it's more of a promotional tool. Is how your yeah. fans get to you, and then once they see you on Spotify, you can then direct them right. to direct to consumer True. products. Right, you know right. what I mean. So that's uh, actually a fucking smart ass strategy, bro. Yeah, you know, you hook them on Spotify. Spotify is, is effectively like uh, today's radio. Right, right. So they discover you on Spotify, then they go find you, mm-hmm. then they actually, which is the beauty of 
living in 2023, 2024, they fucking DM you directly. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's, not, it's not like in 97, I couldn't DM Hova and shit. Yeah, I exactly. I'm sure yeah. would have. Yeah. Um, Where's but, my rock chain? Yeah, straight up. Still waiting, <laughs> Hove. What's up? Um, <laughs> then you can actually interact with the fan, right? And yeah. this is where you build these lifelong fans, mm-hmm. you know. True indeed. Um, you interact with them. You get to know them. They get to know you. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all create, you know, uh, rapport and shit. And then... You could even find talent. They get the merch, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Then let's say you you plan a tour, mm-hmm. and you know you're coming their way. You hit them direct. Yo, I'll be in your city, January. Boom, this place. Tell Big your facts. friends. Boom, boom, boom. Like it's it's beautiful that it's so direct to customer beyond just like selling them. Yeah, selling goods. them something. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You're, yeah. you're you're building a relationship. And like you're interacting said, with them. They're gonna right. be your fans for a long time doing that, bro. They're gonna remember that shit. Oh yeah! So shout out to that. Shout out to you. And you do have some merch, I believe. I, I thought I saw on your Instagram some merch. Yeah, you I plug do. That real I quick? do have merch coming. I do have merch <clears throat> coming soon for a project that'll be in that's in the works that I'll you know talk about. Um, hoodies, hats. Um, I do have um, CDs for sale. You know, T-shirts. I have my you know getting my clothes washed or whatever. I did have like a thought-provoking T-shirt. You know, for a project I'm coming out with. So, you know, merch and vinyl. I, I have CD know. out now, CDs out now, but, you know, for uh, the current project, Poetry in Motion. But clothes and merch and everything, just we work and everything is coming soon, definitely. So, shout out to that. Yeah. Everybody be on the lookout for that. Make sure you're following Thought Provoker on Instagram at Thought, T H O U G H T. Is there an underscore after that? There is. Uh, there is. There is, right? Underscore Provoker. P-R-O-B-O-K-A-H. Make sure y'all following the bro. Go follow him on YouTube. Follow him on Spotify. He's got five projects released this year so far. Let's start with the first one, which you mentioned earlier, Solo, mm. which uh, if you look at the title, it's 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 like almost like a triple entendre, the, 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 the title. Um, the way I'm looking at it, you know what I'm saying? Um, so give people a little breakdown on that specific project. Um, um I, I believe that was the one that was R and B influenced. Yeah, that was um solo is is a triple entendre. Your soul can be low, mm-hmm. you can feel, you know, solo and you know, everything else. And I feel as though at that time, like I'm in a transition. I'm like, all right, I see a viable I see a viable outlet for for me outside of just my job outside of just being a parent outside of just being you know just some cog in the wheel Mm. so at that time I was speaking about just getting out of this matrix getting out of this monotony of the world and I was feeling depleted and low from just having all aspects of life just you know zapping the energy out of me you know what I mean so that's basically what was what was going on and I felt like nobody could really relate you can talk to your partner but she may not understand you make it talk to your friends they may not get it you know what's what's going on in your life so sometimes you just got to soldier on you know by yourself especially as a dude right um not to get into too much uh emotional talk but dudes are not raised nor taught to openly express when they're going through difficult times or struggling you know what i'm saying even with your homies you know with your lady especially like some of us are taught that that can be uh, perceived as weakness. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell y'all, y'all got to talk to somebody. I don't give a fuck if it's right. homie on the block. I go talk to my pastor all the time. He helps me out. He just listens. Get a mentor. Get a friend. Mm-hmm. Get a Your friend. pops, your moms, your grandma. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. you know, find somebody just to so you can vent and let that yeah, shit yeah, out, yeah. man. Because holding that stuff in, especially the times we're going through right now, where there's just so much craziness and just so much yeah. negative and. People uh, explode, bro. And yeah. people love to shine the spotlight on the negative. We're going to get into that. All y'all hip-hop bloggers, journalists, podcasters, y'all some real culture vultures. I'm going to really dig into y'all pores later on in the show, but y'all mm. are fucking disgusting. Um, who handled the production on Solo? My bad. To, <laughs> to jump from one extreme to the other. Um, Thought Provoker, who handled the production on Solo? Because I'm going to tell you, that's... Well, that's one of my favorite projects because I'm an R&B dude and I, I always love when R&B um, gets chopped. Um, dude's name was Murakai. Like, he kind of handled and gave, like, um, a lot of the soul, you know, texture to it. And I feel as though, like, especially the first three, you know, solo, you know, solo and solo. Like, soul, meaning my shoes, you know, mm -hmm. walking very, you know, just your shoes are just worn down. You've been walking this terrain just so long and it just you just feel like like you know what's my next move mm -hmm. i can't even you know i don't know my next move i'm related it to forrest gump so you know shout out to him for the production as well and it was just it's all it was really soul laden you know yeah. very yeah. very reminiscent of a like when i was listening to the temptations you know david ruffin and everything else and the hooks had you know, soul references and everything right. else. So I really, I, I left the song off that I really wanted. It's called Pray. And just a, it was just a loop of just saying, I want to pray. Mm -hmm. And I felt, and at the last minute, it was something I had to leave off, but I just felt like that song was, I added that song to a later project with like a different beat, mm -hmm. different song, uh, different production. Okay, But the song was so powerful that, you know, I kind of got emotional in the booth about it. Yeah. But mm -hmm. yeah, like this, that, I feel like that project is m one of the more underrated right. in my catalogs and, and the least talked about, but it was one of the ones where I just like, just laid it all on the line. One of the most honest ones for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Merakai, where's he from? He's from, I think he's from Finland. Like I just found, I found him on, I was going through beats and like found him on Beatstar, messaged him like how, like how do we get in, you know, touch, you okay. know, I didn't want to like give him like 15 bucks for, for a beat. I felt like that was kind of whack. So I was just like, let's kind of work out a deal. I'll pay for a folder. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was sort of how I, how I connected with him. And he had just so much, so much heat to give out. So I was right. like, okay, let's, let's do that deal. You know? So, so you're into, awesome. so you're into working with a producer for like a duration of a project or yeah, whatever, getting multiple uh, producers on a project? Um, I feel whatever the feel is, whatever the template is, the temperature okay. is for it. I, I think this year, uh, next year, I'm going to be more focused into doing just one producer mm -hmm. and, and given just, and having him control like the whole landscape of the production. Right. But for this year, it was just multiple hands and whatever sounded the best for that project. And I know in this age of the internet, it's hard to like get in the studio with a producer, yeah. craft a sound, you know, create your own sound, yeah. and just you know, just emailing back and forth. Which you know, I wish I could get in with a producer and just right. hone in, in yeah. lock in, create a sound. But whatever fit, you know, the the sound landscape for the project, I sort of used. Mm. Shout out to that man. Shout out to the bro, America. Um, were you picking the samples? I wasn't picking the samples. <coughs> he was providing he was, them. Yeah, yeah I, in, in the past, like in the past, for a lot of my projects, I will pick samples. I'm very meticulous 
with that, like going through samples, I I'm a I'm a digger myself. Pause. Um, going <laughs> word, but um, that sounded crazy. But going into um, like vinyls and everything mm-hmm. else, like I'm a big vinyl collector. So, right. you know, a lot. My um, my producer um, Dumbo, shout out to Dumbo. He okay. would have to tell me to slow down. Like, <laughs> all right, stop picking samples. Like, yeah. stop it. Like, I I don't feel like I'm I'm making any beats here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of so I was like, all right, I feel you. So I kind of like trying to kind of toe the line between like not being too intrusive. In the process, because a producer and a beat maker want to feel like a beat maker. Right. So, yeah. so if I'm always like, I right, pick this sample, I right, so two minutes in the here, I want you to cut that, chop that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Use this voice on yeah. this hook, like it's an eight ball hook, but kind of stretch it to ten to be like they don't want to hear all that yeah, sometimes. True. Like, yeah, they're not creating; they're yeah. just following directions. Yeah, so. yeah. So I, I kind of, I haven't, I haven't been as heavy as picking samples this year. I kind of just let it flow yeah. with the with the beat making producer. Right. Okay. So have you ever delved into production yourself? Um, I'm gonna get into it. That's yeah. that's another reason why um I'm putting out so much work because I want to like when I do something I like to delve in and 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 just OD you know it, yeah yeah just be into the experience and I don't want to come out like some you know half ass producer yeah, yeah. or beat maker. I want to you know get into the process and figure out you know what it is that what it is I need to do and my sound and everything right. else. So I'm gonna take. You know, a little hiatus to start crafting my own beats and my own sound. Because, okay. you know, my my right hand, my homie Benji, shout out to him. He's been trying to push me in that direction for years because I'll always, like, send him samples and stuff. Be like, yo, if you chop this, it'll sound crazy. You yeah. you chop it at this man. He was like, bro, you're already, you pick samples. Mm-hmm. You know where to place the hook. It's just a natural transition. You just need to sit down, yeah. kind of maybe learn take, it. Go, yeah. take just learn the mechanics for of it, a minute yeah. and get into that word. Yeah. Shout out to that man! Definitely, um, try it out, bro. I yeah. think I always, pr- I always tell people and I always promote, man. Try it out. You could be anything you want to be, but you'll never know unless you try it. You feel True. me? You might be the illest producer, fucking, yeah, in Jersey City exactly. right now in Jersey period, and right. you know we'll never know until you start actually, you know, fucking with it and trying it. Yeah. So shout out to that solo EP out now. So I see you dropped an EP first. You followed that up with another EP called Life's a Blur. Was that strategic? Two EPs before um dropping. F- Full projects? Yeah, like I I like never Yeah, I never saw like as far as like a rollout is concerned. I know we were talking about mm-hmm. that. I've never saw somebody drop two projects at once like like EPs mm-hmm. and have them sound different and have them be completely different concepts. So, you know, it was a creative way to kind of extend solo because, you know, life could get you down, but then you're moving like, you know, um, piggybacking off of and segueing off mm-hmm. of solo mm-hmm. with life's a blur, you moving and it doesn't really seem like you're, you're uh, retaining anything. It's just day after day after day after day. Yeah. The memories are shorter. Like the moments you spend with your family is shorter. It's just, everything's just coming at you so fast. You can't even, get into the memories of life. Right. So that's what, that's um those two projects kind of coincided with where life was for me at that point. Yeah. That's actually pretty fucking deep, my bro. Like, yeah. uh, you know, the older we get, the less memories we form. Mm-hmm. Um, so life does in essence become a blur and to, to have to, 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 for that to be the follow up to so low where you're yeah. already, you know, mm-hmm. um, kind of delving into the, the, the emotional aspects of life. That's pretty deep, man. I like that. Uh, 
I like that you express what it is you're going through um, and what it is that this life is putting you through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Honestly, again, we was talking about being honest. Um, that'll probably be like kind of the running theme of the show. But honesty is always appreciated, man. And I always say I love musicians who I can feel mm-hmm. what they're going through. You know what right. I'm saying? I might not agree with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I might not even be able to relate to it. But to know that I can feel your emotion, you're yeah. you're, you're expressing yourself so well that I can yeah. feel it. Like, yo, if you never cried to a song, you're not even listening to music the right way, bro. Like, music got to touch you deep, mm-hmm. deep in right. your soul and shit. And that's 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 what makes the most beautiful gotta music, make, the most you know, the most important fucking. Gotta music. make the hair on your arm stand up. Right. Hell yeah, yo, I love that feeling, Hell bro. Yeah. When you hear a song, like like uh. Like I said earlier, and I'll get into it more later. When you discover a new song, that 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 energy and that yeah. electricity that yeah. you get, uh-huh. yo, that there's like there's not a drug, bro. There's mm. not a drug that uh, matches that, yeah. That uh-huh. equates to that shit, man. So let's get into project number three of the year. You already dropped a two EP, trying to warm the crowd up, warm the people up. Your 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 goal was to drop the eight projects, kind of get the algorithm back jump, and probably mm-hmm. bring in some new fans and right. stuff, right? So um, you, I want to say at the top of the year, it was like I dropped it on Bandcamp first. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. uh, I let my tape rock to my tape pop first. Was, yeah, that was the first uh, one. That, that was the first one that dropped. And then it was Is It Friday Yet, mm. which was the second one, which was like a work related. Mm. Like it was yeah, all, yeah, yeah. it was like, it was like, uh, what is it? Office space. It was yeah, like, yeah. it was oh, like, yes, like crafted around like office space right. and the office. And then the two, then I got into the um the two EPs, but I let my tape rock was like that's my favorite. Joint. Oh, so I had them in the wrong order. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. Uh, on Apple Music because they're separated yeah, albums and EPs, yeah, they're, they're yeah, in a weird order. It's, but okay. it's easy to get it confused yeah. and right. everything. Right, right. No, I let my tape rock. That's my joint. Yeah, that that was like like I've I've developed where a lot of people have tried to you know talk me out of it, but I feel like I created. A style where if we you know listen to Prince Paul like the the skits and mm-hmm. you know sort of like little brother I'm a, yeah, yeah. if you could you know listen to my albums I'm a huge little brother fan okay and like the skits and everything else and the humor and everything that kind of goes in it I feel like I kind of feel like I sort of brought some of that back because I feel like I didn't hear a lot of skits on albums yeah. Yeah. when I was did it. I did one in 2020 called uh, "Can I Rap for You," mm-hmm. and with this one, I called a. I sort of brought it back with the elevator music yeah, and yeah. my homie Benji. Shout out to Benji doing the skits yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and everything else, and it being funny. You know what I mean? And that album was an ode to people not getting through albums. They don't listen to mm-hmm. albums. Mm-hmm. You're picking out singles, you know, and it was kind of a, a shot to, you know, the the Spotify mm-hmm. listeners and everything else that don't that don't take ownership of an album, listen to it, play it the whole way through, or say, This is what I'm riding with for the summer. Yeah, this yeah. is what I'm riding with for the fall or the winter or whatever. Like it's just it, you know, being fickle about it. and it wasn't necessarily the fans it was the people wasn't necessarily the fans it was the, the as you said the bloggers the right. people the people who are supposed to be music lovers uh-huh. they're picking a single and then reviewing an album and not mm-hmm. listening to the album right and I, yeah. I i feel like i feel like that i feel like that is unacceptable so it was yeah. sort of a shot and you know sort of you know old to us 
you know, us people who love the art form, love music, just listening and getting through a whole album, no matter how long it is. If it resonates with you, resonates yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, because Absolutely. that album, that one had 21 songs on it. Yeah, plus, yeah, the, yep. Well, with the skits, you know. Well, shout mean. out to the skits, because yeah, yeah. that's a lost art. That, yeah, absolutely. That people just, for whatever reason, just stop fucking with it. I always enjoy a good skit. Right. Um, shout out to the homage to Nas on mm-hmm. the title. Yeah. yeah. But what you just said makes me think of a Hove lyric where he said, do y'all even listen to music? It's not Nas. It's I let my tape prop is, is, uh, is Oh, Biggie. Big. That's right, Big. big. Yeah. Damn, why'd I say Nas? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Nas got to never put me in your box if the shit he's taped. Yeah, he's taped, yeah. Um, yeah, so the homage to Big. Um, but what you were just saying reminds me of Hove. You know, these these people. Uh, and we can't really blame the fans because now they're conditioned to it, bro. They're, right. they're, they're, their attention span has been cut so short that right. a single isn't even a song. A single be like two minutes and shit. Yeah. Two and a half minutes. Yeah, so so they're 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 trained to enjoy that and they're not trained to look at albums the way we all probably look at albums like mm-hmm. as a whole um right. solid piece of work, solid piece of art where you want to press play and enjoy it and mm-hmm. take the roller coaster ride and you know um fuck with it and bond with it and learn it and Yo, albums don't last, bro. Nah. Nah. The, yeah. the, the, the way music is put out, the way our attention spans are set up, the way these social medias are set up, even the music distributions themselves, they, they, they might highlight an album for a week and after that is dead where we, yo, I, we've listened to albums for a year or two straight yeah. and we listen to albums for 20, 30 years straight. True. You feel mm-hmm. me? True, true. There's so I true. don't know if tw- 20, 30 years from now, people's going to be listening right, to some of the music. But I got a question for all of us since we're not the casual fans. We aren't. You know no, no, no. We're no, the no. minority, but we're right. not the casual fans. Right, right. There's got to be albums now that you've lit, that you've heard maybe within the last seven years, and you're still listening to it to this day. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's Because Absolutely. it's that good. But, yeah. but, but we um, are conditioned differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying there, so. There is of viable course. good music. Uh, Cole out there that has to, dropped dope albums. Yeah, of um, Kendrick's Mad, uh, good good kid, Mad City still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire. Kanye's dropped albums. Even Hove has dropped albums that yeah. we still listen to. Nas, um, Diddy, uh, <laughs> oh, a bunch of people. My boy Diddy. Um, damn, you know what's crazy though? You said something earlier that actually did make me think about Nas, and that was like, um. It, it almost made me think about Nas like kind of in a little bit of a negative sense because we were talking about people that are dropping a lot of projects that may not be sustainable nor memorable. And Nas dropped six albums. Uh-huh. And I don't know if I would be 100% wrong in saying that none of them were truly memorable. No, but okay, as far as maybe project-wise, but still they had highlights on there that were memorable. I they had songs. Yeah. Right, I'm talking about a memorable album. I don't believe that magic. Magic was. was really good though. One? Magic one was re- magic, magic. That was my favorite one. Magic Ma- one. Magic one was mm-hmm. really it. And I, I don't know. Like when he first dropped out, and and I know you talking about the feeling. Like mm-hmm. when I, I think I'm in the minority about it. Like King's Disease one is is it for me? I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like it had every template of everything. You had something for the younger crowd. You had mm-hmm. something. For somebody like me who was like, when the firm, I didn't even care if the verse wasn't all that good. You didn't feel, you know, people were debating about Fox's verse. I didn't care. I was just so happy the firm was back together. Mm. Like, Corey Maker was on the album with Nas. Like, I was a little kid at Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, that album gave me a feeling. 
that, you know, uh, uh, Car 85, um, those songs, like, I don't know. King's Disease for me, King's Disease 1 and uh, and Magic 1, mm-hmm. to me, stuck out. And Did they still, out? like, yeah, yeah. They, they still, I'm going to still listen to those, like, you know, so that's for, fair for, um, for me. You're a fan of Hit Boy production? Yeah, I am. I, I, I am too. I like I, his production it, style. It, it, you know, a lot of people have you know, you know, uh, uh, opinions yeah, and, yeah. and mixed opinions about it. It's a hit or miss sometimes for for and that's and I can say that for a lot of producers, but for the most part, King Disease one mm-hmm. hit for me. Everything like even even Ultra Black, Ultra Black made you made you feel good, like cleaning up your crib or yeah, whatever. You yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You got wash the dishes or something. You play Ultra Black, like yeah. as as a black person, I felt prideful listening to that. You know nah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I get it. Yeah, you yeah. know. So for me, King Disease one Magic out of that run, and Magic two has some moments. Even the Lauren Hill joint. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Anyone? Uh, yeah. I just it? think Anywhere. it was so downplayed, yo. Like. Mm-hmm. The f- you just mentioned the firm reunion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot that shit even happened. Nah, word is going. And the Lauren, nah, like you know Lauren what? dropping a new verse. That just should have been a big deal. And uh, maybe to us because we're older, and maybe yeah. you know, whatever people nowadays don't give a shit. But I don't know. I I thought that shit. Did you did you listen to the song with Lauren? Did you like it? I listened to it. I did liked like it. it. It's Lauren. It's Nas. I liked it. I couldn't tell you one bar. I don't even I'm know the name of the song. Saving souls, but y'all complain about my lateness. Yeah. That, oh, shit. That, I, I complain about her lateness on air <laughs> one time. Come on, man. That, yeah. that looks different. Oh, we'll go back and listen to it. She's talking directly to yeah. me, man. She's talking right to you, fam. <laughs> nah, I love Lauren, bro. Shout out to Lauren, man. Shout out to Nas, too. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's It's the time. It's the, the again, the conditioning. It's the attention spans. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to kind of fight through it. And for the most part, you know, if a project is good enough, we will and we can. Right, um, right. Yeah. I don't know. I think Nas should have took King's Disease 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. took all the best shit and made one. And then Magic 1, 2, and 3 took all the best shit and made one and just put out two classic-ass albums. But that's just me. Definitely there were classic songs because I remember Quincy and Michael. I think that was the name of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That shit is Michael still Quincy, fire. Yeah. Um, the Reminisce joint, I mm-hmm. still love that shit. The joint yeah. you said, Car 85, that yeah. shit was crazy fire. Um, even the shit with um, Fabio, the Spice. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. That shit, like that there's songs that yeah. I fucked with, but that was that, a bang the song, I don't think there was an uh, album. Thun was dope. Thun, yeah. Thun, yeah. Thun was dope. See, yeah. but like Nas, um, Queens in the house. Yeah, For example, Nazir. People shit on Nazir. Right, the, the, the album, album. The album, yeah. The I album. love that album, and I mean, I love it as an album. I'll yeah. play that shit from start like to finish. It. I like that album. I fuck with it. You know, opinions vary. Right, right. I'll I think it. that album was way ahead of its time, and now I think people will go back and listen to it and understand it better. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Nas, bro. That that that. I think that might have been the case when Nas on a few albums and shit. That he's uh, he's too smart, bro. It's it's hard to keep up with Nas. But shout out to Nas. Um. Shout out to the firm, man. Shout out to Foxy. I was just actually talking to my my niece, and she was asking me if I heard the new Nicki Minaj album. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. She uh-huh. got a new album out. I believe it's okay. Pink Friday too. I haven't heard it. Nah, no, um, I ain't checking yet. I ain't really, I ain't really checking for it. Keep it real. I told my yeah. niece, like, you know, that's not really my vibe, you know. Right, right, right. Um, nah, but I was, I was telling her, like, yo, you know, Nicki's cool, but I fuck with Cam. I fuck with Foxy. Go listen to Foxy's first album. Go listen to Il Nana. That shit right there. Hardcore word. Yeah. And then even the 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 when she went on her Jamaican shit on the second album or whatever. Now I heard she was barring out a uh, Oh no, you're talking about like the third album. Um, the third where album. she got that song with uh what the hell Sprague with Benz? Sprague Benz, yeah. 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 
Yeah, yeah. Dope. I was fucking with that. But Nikki, you know, she got joints I like too. You know, um, it's just not an album thing again. Not not to dwell on the album thing, but I'm an album dude. Me too. But let's go back to I let my tape rock till my pay, till my tape pop. So that actually started the year off. Yeah, that's so you started the year off on some real hip hop shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, was, See, that makes things different. I was inspired by like big, like I said, like if you can tell, like the Big and Nas connection. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I I was in and out New York, like New York, New York City. I was throughout all my my childhood, adolescence. I was always either somewhere in the borough or somewhere somewhere upstate. So I was always like. I, I was in Brooklyn when Big died. I was visiting my uncle. Oh, word, mm. And he put on Hot 97, and that was to the point where you couldn't even play Tupac in the house. Like, my cousin was like, I'm not trying to hear none of that. Like, he was, there was, like, a strict enforcement against it. Word. And I would just sneak and play it because I was just like, I don't understand. I'm a kid. I'm, I'm yeah. seven, eight. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah, word. I'm, I'm just trying to hear the music. But, but at oh, the same yeah. time, like, that was my like homage to like New York and what started me. Like I picked up, I think the first album I picked up um, was uh, that I really, that I really covet was Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous Big L. And mm. then it was a uh, reasonable doubt. I'm I'm the reasonable doubt stand. I let anybody yeah, know. I argue, I argue to death about that album. So it was that. And it was, you know, at, at, even even now we get regional arguments about hip hop, but at that time I didn't even I didn't know about UGK. Somebody had to right. my cousins down south had to put me on. But mm. for that, you know, it was just about like New York and mm. what I was what I was hearing, the sounds I was I was hearing when I was growing up because I felt like the music aged me past what I was. I didn't feel eight. Mm. I felt thirteen, fourteen. Well, the right. music back then was 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 dope. First of all, like dope yeah. is an understatement. Yeah. Right. But also you can learn, bro. Like right. I remember learning shit listening to hip hop, bro. I remember learning mad shit and 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 retaining it to this right. day. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um it was different, man. So to pay homage to that is a is a beautiful thing, man. Um ninety five was such a good year. Um I find myself lately um watching a lot of Rap City from mm-hmm. ninety three to like ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, 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 they got them yeah. on YouTube. I'll I be watching a lot of that shit, bro. Um, so I totally get where you're coming from. Um, real quick, you mentioned Big L's Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous. On Twitter, somebody said Big L's Lifestyle of the Poor and Dangerous was a better album than Wu-Tang Forever. Okay, they tripping. <laughs> I had to politely tell them, Big L wouldn't fucking say that. You kidding me? Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah they, shout out to my people on Hip Hop Twitter, but... I don't really get into the de- I don't really get into the debates unless like I feel like compelled like I'll see something that's so like off kilter. Yeah, yeah. You, like, like yo, like I can't let you. Slide I can't let you do that. <laughs> but most of the time, like I just be out. The, I just be out the way. Be like, alright, that's how you feel. I'm gonna just yeah. I'm gonna just rock with what I rock with. But some days you just be like, alright, you're doing a lot today. Yeah, like, yeah, today, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to sit down. Too much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's too. Much. It's, it's, yeah. You're doing a lot. Right. <laughs> they, they call you on that day. I be yeah, yeah. Especially with that one. Like, come on. Tank forever, Big L. Like, I'm not the biggest Big L fan. Yeah, but y'all bugging. Come on, bro. Yeah, nah. Come on. Yeah. And, and, and I learned a long time ago you can't argue opinion because mm-hmm. it's very difficult to change someone else's opinion. Right. You know, if we're gonna argue, let's argue facts that are provable. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just wasting time. And if you argue with an idiot from you afar, the idiot. There's two idiots. Two idiots. So, but Big L, rest in peace. You bugging. 
Um, then you followed up. I let my tape rock till my tape popped with Is It Friday Yet, which I think is one of the most um, like creative theme albums. Yeah. Because I think that's mad relatable, bro. Like, yeah. who doesn't fuck? Yo, there's mad times I'll be like, yeah, damn, tomorrow's Friday. And finally. And they'd be like, nigga, it's Wednesday. Yeah. And I'll be like, today's Wednesday. Oh, today's Tuesday. Shit. <laughs> like, are you serious? So I totally get that, man. Um, is it is it being a part of the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's not often that music is made about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't name you five songs about work. One that I can remember that I always uh, fucked with was Cameron. Um, my, uh, what was the name of I hate my job. Yeah. Cameron, yeah. I hate yeah. my job. Yeah. <laughs> so this was in that vein almost. You know what I'm saying? And I think we all have been there or have gone through that. Um, so can you walk us through the recording process of that project and, and where was your mindset? I mean, I got a pretty good idea where your mindset was. All right, so I had just I had just transitioned to another job, right? And going through the trainings and you're noticing like it's so much information to retain. Like mm-hmm. I work I work in a I work in a shelter, so you know, you shout out to that, bro. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Word. Like, and, and help people with housing. But mm-hmm. along with that, you also have to deal with, have to be cognizant of, of mental health issues and, and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, long-term homelessness. Mm-hmm. And it, it weighs on you and it's not necessarily the clients, but it's the management. And you saying here, like, all right, so how am I supposed to help these people with all these restrictions and right. you arguing with the people that's supposed to put the process? Right. And so at the end of the week, you're just drained, not from the client themselves, right. but from the bureaucracy. Like, mm-hmm. let's let's get this going so that that person, that woman, that man can feel like a person again, a human being, mm-hmm. and have their own place. And then that's why you you see the 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 um the image, the album cover of the man just sitting there at the end of the week, like, oh God, I this mm. is some bullshit here. Why am I, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was, you know, I have an office, but you know, you sitting at, you're sitting at your office desk, like it's another week. Here we go. I got to get through this. I got to deal with a whole bunch of shit. I don't want to deal with. I know I got to pay rent. These bills got to be paid, you know, kidney, new sneakers, whatever, oh, whatever everything, you, everything whatever once, you got to do to get yourself through the week. So, and I feel like, a lot of I, at the time, like I'm sitting here listening to a lot of the conversation be about whips and chains and money. And I'm just yeah. like, well, where's the album for the regular people yeah. who have to rec- either recording or in the workforce and still doing music? There's nothing for them to relate to. Right. So I, this album is for those people who after they go after the studio session, I got to I got to go to sleep. I gotta get my rest. I got to do this commute. I got to be back to the nine to five. Mm-hmm. So that so this is for them. And, and there's way more people of those of the nine to five variety than of the whips and chains variety because right. y'all, ri- <laughs> y'all really chains. the fucking minority. Rare. Um, Rare. So shout out to that man. Shout out to relating, you know, to creating a project that is relatable to the common man and expresses feelings that we have all felt. Mm. Yo, probably mad times, bro. Mm. You know, and, and shout out to you for. You're working in that in that um, position at the sh- uh, you know at the shelter and helping people um, find housing and whatever you know whatever else they need and stuff. 
and and you're battling your coworkers who I'm willing to bet some of them act like the fucking money's their own and they're not willing to share it. <laughs> but you're also you also yo, I can only imagine how frustrating it is to 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 be within the system mm-hmm. and see the system in Working. action yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a fucking bullshit ass system, bro. Like yeah. it's not designed to help us and bring us up. You like know. it's literally designed to keep us down, bro. So to sit in it, yeah. Oh, that shit must be crazy. Frustrating, and you looking at bro. emails? It's a it's a Saturday. You looking at thirty emails yeah. on a Saturday at eleven o'clock when it's like, yo, it's my day off. Like, and and and, and they probably not even like beneficial emails, no, helpful emails. They, they don't probably some bullshit. To, they don't pertain to anything. And then. You know, you're you're looking at the Baroxy in action and you're seeing like, you know, housing packet after housing packet being failed. And this person is like, oh, I just want to leave here. Yeah. I just want to be in my own home. And you sympathize with of that, yeah. you know, heavily. And, mm-hmm. you know, just I, I created that album from from that place. Like mm-hmm. I see this system. I see how it's working and I don't like it. Yeah. But I'm here because I got bills. <laughs> yeah. that, that's know? the sad thing, bro. That's, a, that's the sad thing. You have to tolerate it. You kind of almost got to swallow it, pause, just mm-hmm. to, you know, so that you don't end up there needing the service yeah, that you're providing. It. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you can. I could be working in the office yeah, and then go bro. from my office right to one of them rooms in there if I'm not careful. So Straight up, man. You know, so, so shout out to that. Um, Real quick, being that you're in that environment, if ever there is a an event or something that you know needs volunteers needs help please let us know um, absolutely we're actually like waiting to go volunteer and do some stuff and help some people we definitely want to give back to the community so if anything pops up or if you hear anything even if it's not through you just please spread the word so we could get out there help Mm -hmm. the people man because yo in this day and age bro people need help bro yeah and we need help and we're okay. You yeah, feel me? Yeah, like, yeah. we're not so fucked up. We're imagine. not homeless. We're not struggling. We're not freezing. So imagine the people yeah. who are really going yeah, through it. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what, I, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, you know yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shout out to you. Shout out to all the good people, man. And the people at that job that's playing, like, yo, it's not your money, bro. Help those people out, man. Get them Thanks. people off the streets. Winter's coming. It's cold. Some people don't got heat in their car. You feel me? Yeah. That's me. <laughs> no, nah, my heat went, bro. I got like a short or something. I'm in the whip with a blanket and candles. You, and that. <laughs> you see your breath and shit. What is that? Yeah, What's bro. that story that um, Bleak bro. told about Hove where they didn't want to pump the gas? And he opened the windows. Yeah, open the window. You got to grab the triple bubble Yo, goose bro. from 9 You know what's six. fucked up? I got to <laughs> open the windows to get the fog off them. Uh, That's the only uh, way yeah. it'll work. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm trying to light a blizzy. I'm sh- but whatever, man. People's way worse than me. I'm not complaining, bro. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I've been. I had a car with no heat before. I survived. I'll survive again. There's people that don't got heat. Period. Or a car. That, that, yeah. That they outside all day and it's freezing. You kidding right. me? So shout out to y'all, man. Prayers to y'all. Love to y'all. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. Um, um, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. for doing that for helping the people and please continue to fight, man. Because absolutely. It, it's good to know that someone is on the inside with the right mentality and the yeah. right um, priorities. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So shout out to that. That was, is it Friday yet? That's out now. Then you followed that up with Solo. Okay, see, now it's making mm-hmm. more sense, right. actually. Right. Now it's making a lot more sense. I'm, I'm seeing it like, like uh, you know, they're all connected. Mm-hmm. Um, And now I'm getting it, right? Because then is it Friday yet? Then you're so low because that job yeah. must be draining. you. Job. By Friday, you done. Yeah, right. man. Well, that. is it is it Friday yet connects to actually an, uh, another story that um 
that's called um I'm good I'm good that mm. connects to I'm good I'm good was about this guy Nap Jones he was working you know he's he's asking his mom and you know his girl for money he's going through like you know being an alcoholic smoking every day you know what I'm saying lost his job and everything else and the sequel to that is is it Friday yet he's in the corporate world now he's mm. He's here, he's building, but this job is is draining him as well. He just right. got back on his feet, mm-hmm. but man, is it is it draining? It's kind of more than he bargained for. He's coming from Walmart where he's sort of stacking shelves and you know Not what I'm saying? Yeah, now he's, you know, you in a button up, you got people's lives in, in your hands and it's like, I I got to go drink something after this. And so you kind of go into those old habits, you know, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and that sort of that's that those two connect. But I'm good. I'm good. Was 2022 right? I'm good. I'm good. Was 2022. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, that goes to show, bro. The grass ain't always greener on the other side, man. Don't think when you get that corporate job, that corner office, right. and that yeah. suit and tie, that shit yeah. is just suddenly gonna right. be sweet and you chilling. Should be no, worse, man. It's more cutthroat. <laughs> it's more fucking Not scandalous. Why you think they're giving you more money? It's more responsibility. More right? responsibility. Yeah. And they'll yeah. fire you even quicker. Hell bro. yeah. Because you're making more money. Yeah, man. Be like, right, you got to go. Get about uh, it. <laughs> word. So, but I like that you're, 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 you're going beyond the song making, right? Because, right. yeah. for example, that I'm Good, I'm Good um, project, and I didn't hear that one because I only focused on 2023, but you actually created a character mm-hmm. and gave him a backstory and gave him a family and gave him right. struggles and hardships mm-hmm. and, and, and gave him a solution and, you know, well, not a solution, but, you know, uh, uh, a promotion of sorts yeah. and mm-hmm. allowed the story to continue. Right. Um, where is this storytelling mentality coming from is it is it a hip-hop thing uh it's, biggie nas and them or is it uh, are you like a movie buff or is it even a wrestling thing because you know them wrestling stories it's all connected i am like all right so it's a spot it's embarrassing to know my girl hates it but i'm not a i'm not the person who necessarily like i like streaming services uh-huh. but i'm a dvd head i will oh, buy okay. i see i have a spot like right down the street um uh-huh. this record spot they sell dollar dvds i will buy 13 of them in a minute and watch every one of them yeah. i love collecting seasons like what is it like critic i was watching taxi mm. i'll be watching you know like like series like i'm, yeah. a, I'm a series head like right. and you could tell like the storytelling and how they it's episodic yeah and i feel like and that's where i kind of get a lot of my inspiration i'm a big like reader my i gotta cut down on the collection of the books and the and the dvd so that's where a lot of that comes from you know shout out to that's my girl funny, bro. No, shout out you to know that, so because she deals with the the neurosis of my collecting and and they, they gotta I, yeah, be in order yeah, and the se- yeah, it gotta be on. season one two three four I, don't fuck up the season and i noticed i'll be like so i had that dvd because i'll see something i'll be like yo i had that dvd i had that series where'd it go like yeah. where's why is it not in my collection yeah. and she'll be like i didn't throw it away it's <laughs> over here because i'll notice it, it could be one it could be one movie that you know, yeah, seems yeah. Insignific- yeah, yeah, insignificant yeah, yeah. to somebody else, but to me, I notice it all. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If a vinyl's missing, way, book missing. Yeah, yeah. Funny story, I um, I was the same way. Right. DVD collector. I used to go to Blockbuster. <laughs> they used to have used DVDs on sale. Shout out to Blockbuster, bro. I miss y'all like a motherfucker. Right. They used to have used DVDs right. on sale. I used to rack up. I used to buy bootleg DVDs. Yeah, I used to get the series like you, all that shit, right? Yeah. Um, you know, within the last 
two or three years, streaming became a thing, whatever, whatever. Um, I didn't even have a DVD player. I gave all my shit away. Mm-hmm. All my DVDs, I gave them to my pops and I gave them to Brother Black. Shout out to Brother Black. Very recently, about three months ago, uh, my fire stick went out. Oh, this yeah. shit <laughs> just stopped working. Let me, a let, uh, quick story. That fire stick was bought by a young lady. She stopped talking to me. All of a sudden, the fire stick stopped working. Mm. I don't know if it's magic. I don't know if she deactivated it Sorcery. remotely. Whatever. Sorcery. The shit stopped working. I had to pull out the PS2. Mm. And I just so happened to have a little stack of DVDs that I stashed because these was the ones I couldn't give away. Like, these are my real, real favorite joints. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yo, I had to watch them shits mad times. All right, one of, the, one of the movies in there. Casino. Wow. Casino, oh, that's yes. a good one. That's yes. a good one. You know why? <coughs> because that's a good three and a half yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. Right? Casino's right. in there. Goodfellas in there. Mm. Silver Linings Playbook is in there. Um, this cop show... That used to be on TNT. Copland, I think it's called. Copland, yeah, yeah, Copland remember, yeah. it, it might have been. That shit's in there all three seasons because I really like that fucking show. <laughs> um, a random, not a random, but a Cat Williams stand-up that I really like. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then like a couple little wrestling joints. Or like some of my favorite wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. Nice. So that was there. Thank God, because it held me down. You that was me? a stash. That's, and I still got it. And it's still there nice. for emergency, that, that, emergency yo, purposes. That, that kind of correlates to my story. My internet went. And I had like this this 5G box and I couldn't really get service. It would go in and out, in and out, mm-hmm. in and out. Got to reset the router, reset the router. So I got tired of it. And that's how the DVD collector started. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this all day. Yo, they got the spot. I went in there, yo, pop, how much these DVDs cost? A dollar. A dollar? Yeah. I'm getting everything. Yeah. So I look up. Now I look up. It's like 250 DVDs strong with yeah. mad series. Like nice. So my, my go-to's uh, The Critic. Um... I'm always gonna watch the critic. It was with that guy. The critic's Jack. a cartoon, right? Yeah, yeah, I know cartoon exactly. Joint. Um, yeah, like you said, Casino, um, Goodfellas. Yeah, those are eternal. It's two more. Tale, yeah. all them the the Taxi series and I Taxi, the old Taxi, taxi with yeah. a young um. Danny uh, DeVito. Young Danny DeVito and young hey. Tony... Uh, Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, man. That Damn, that's Andy a classic, Kaufman. bro. I remember yeah. watching that shit as a child, yeah, bro. Yeah, I still... I, 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 begin, I begin into, like, classic series. It always gives me, yeah. like, nah, ideas for up, content, man. man. Classic shit, bro. Shout out to that. Shout out to all them good classics. Shout out to having, like, three channels, bro. I think part of our problem is that we are... Flooded, flooded yeah. with content oh and data God. and and shows and music. Like, yo, we're just constantly consuming, consuming, consuming. That shit is fucking exhausting, bro. It's like, a lot. I yeah. want shit to cut off at midnight like it used to <laughs> and play the Star Spangled what, Banner, whatever what the that, fuck. What's that um, joint that used to have? Like, shh, do 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 Like that joint that always, like, at the end of them shows. Oh, like, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, with yeah. the paper. Word. <laughs> and then MASH and then mash would come on. And, and then you know it, was was over. it was yeah, over. Yeah, it's yeah, over. Yeah, no yeah, more yeah. TV. Word. Why nobody liked MASH, yo? And how if nobody liked it, that shit was on air? for 40 years not only that that the fact that you knew at that point nobody's watching yeah yeah, yeah. nobody's yeah. watching so TV they knew no what they was doing putting that shit in there i definitely try to watch mash and oh, yeah. that's never yeah nah, nah, never not at all not at all i'm gonna I'm try again yo. well fuck around <laughs> watching now and be like yo this shit is brilliant oh, I fucking get it now. <laughs> nah shout out to that man so then we got um solo we got life's a blur i'm seeing the connection now yeah, yeah. and then boom we got poetry in motion which is a wrestling theme. So now now 
we're getting into my arena right here. Right? Start off with the uh, with the wrestling intro. Yep, starts off with the wrestling intro, poetry in motion, a classic move from my man Jeff Hardy. Um, He's your favorite wrestler? My favorite wrestler of all time is Bret Hart. Bret the Hitman Hart, classic, yeah. bro. That's yeah. a classic, yo. Yeah. That That's a goodie. That right was there. one of the coolest cats, bro. Like He was sick, yo. Like, I remember he had the fly leather jacket. Yeah. Like Always had like his a, hair slicked back. Yeah, he always had the, the glasses. And he had the ill glasses. Yeah. And he was nice. Yeah, yeah, was top, like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. the most important thing. He Not was only nice, was he bro. nice, he was consistently nice. Yeah. He, he stayed oh, around man. for a minute. Yeah. Word is born. You know what I'm saying? When when did you get into wrestling, actually? Wow. When were you uh, uh exposed like, to it first? I want to say uh like my dad would like be watching it and I remember like being scared of the Undertaker. It was like I was oh, like, shit. <laughs> Yeah, I was like three, you know what I mean, when he first came around. Yeah. And I was I was just so like terrified of him. And ever since then, like I would always like you remember the Coliseum video joint? Hell yeah. I would always go and get those. Like I kept the nineteen ninety Royal Rumble for like 10, 15 years. Like wow. from the rental spot? Yeah, from Yo, the rental damn, spot. Bro. It was still there. Like so you know, wrestling is always wrestling, especially towards the attitude era and into the ruthless um, aggression era, like has been like a huge part of my life. Like yeah. the reason, you know, if most of the partners I've been with, but, you know, this one, like it, we watch wrestling together. Oh, like, that's it's a, what's up. It's a, that's like, cool. that's, that's us. Like we, we, you know, she likes China, you know, recipes of China. Word. So Rest like, so like it was always a huge part of it. So kind of like, if you wasn't into wrestling, like that's where I'm going to be at watching yeah. my classics or, you know, trying to latch on to something new that I may like. You right. know what I mean? So yeah, wrestling is a, a huge part of everything. Like that's awesome, bro. Shout out, to that. Shout, shout out to your partner for, uh, for having similar um, tastes, just yeah. similar good tastes, actually. And interest, yeah. Well, My last partner hated that shit, probably. Well, she would watch wrestling with me only when bum ass Roman Reigns was on the screen, and uh, then she'll just be lusty the whole uh, time and yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo, you just gonna be here lusty, uh, foogie ass Roman Reigns? Be up. Yeah. Who was your favorite wrestler all time, Burns? All time? Yeah. It's gotta be Hulk Hogan, bro, because it reminds me of my dad, man. <laughs> Keep it real. My dad had the big mustache back in the day. He yeah. had the muscles no, and shit. No, and yo, I just always when I think of like Hulk Hogan, that shit just yeah, makes me think that's ill, yo, that's yeah. ill. Hulk Hogan, I would have never thought for real. Just, just for that, you feel me? Like if there was like who's like my real favorite wrestler that I like to watch, I fucked with the Ultimate Warrior. Heavy. That was he my guy. Get me Ultimate Warrior was Ultimate my Warrior. guy. Um, but there's like. You know, people that wasn't really, you know, super duper stars like Cesaro, this brother named Antonio Cesaro. He's, I think he's one of the best wrestlers ever, yeah. and he never really blew up. You um, know who I used to like? I mean, but I go back. Shit like that. Yeah. I used to like the Rockers. The Rockers, the Rockers. yo. Oh my God. That was, yo. that was the first match on that 1990, uh, it was 1990, 1991 Royal Rumble. It was the Rockers. Wait, wait, wait. Don't say, don't say. They was fighting the Chinese tag team. Oriental Express. Oriental Express. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rockers was my guy. The Rockers. Yo. Shawn Michaels and Marty yeah, Jannetty. Bro. Those are my Damn, guys. that's dope, man. And um, I think I told this story on here before, but my, my first wrestling experience was my dad actually came home late night one night. My dad used to hang oh, out yeah, he a lot when he was young. Story. And, you know, he used to come home late night. He'd be probably drunk and shit, whatever. But he had rented WrestleMania 1. Oh, and he okay. woke me up. It was like 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And, he, you know, he was drunk. He for <laughs> sure was drunk. Shout out to that. Sure but he woke me up. He was like, yo, I got it. WrestleMania. You, yo, you, that's why I miss Blockbuster so much, man. Yo, he had yeah, yeah. that shit. 
And I probably fell asleep. I probably yeah, didn't even watch didn't it. Even watch me? But it, just yeah. like that memory, man. And, yeah. and I've said this before, too. I got to take my dad to WrestleMania when it was here. Oh, okay. In the Meadowlands. And matter of fact, just to how the story goes full circle, we was driving there. And he was like, yo, I hope, um, whatever, I hope fucking Daniel Bryan kicks somebody's ass, right? He, this yeah. is what he's telling me. Yo, I hope he can piece him up. I'm like, where, where? I'm like, yo, I hope fucking Hulk Hogan comes out. Like, that shit will be like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. that shit will make it for me. And Alexa Bliss, the first thing she did, she was a host and she was talking. She like, I'm about to make y'all go crazy with the snap of a finger. She snapped her finger. The Hulk Hogan music hit. That nigga came out. <laughs> Yo, I was five years old again, bro. <laughs> Word is born, man. And I'll never forget that day, man. Word. So shout out to wrestling. I am a the host. Yo, I, w- I-, I would be lying if I said I, I don't play that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the whip and shit. Nah. <laughs> Word, man. You wildin'. And that's While it's all cold and shit. Word. Yeah, fuck that. That's how I warm up and shit. I start like doing I start doing push-ups. <laughs> Make sure you say your prayers to take your vitamins. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you something. How'd you feel when West Side Gun and them came out with their wrestling Both skits teams, yeah. and, and like bigging it up? Uh, you know, they kind of use that as their, I kinda, uh, their I, thing. I, actually, I kind of felt validated because I was just like, I know a lot of us. Because I remember... Like in the hood or whatever, they'd be like, "Yo, you watching men in tights? Like, what is wrong?" It's with frowned you? upon, right? Yeah. But they be watching football, yeah. and guess what football is? <laughs> Same men, men in fucking tights, Same and they thing. be all on each other way more than the wrestlers. Nah, 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 y'all be piling We're on each fully other, clothed, oh, my man. <laughs> you all naked and shit. Ain't nobody Fuck naked, be, but y'all be piling on each other, probably <laughs> with the singlets. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Man. It kind of, kind of protects. I heard about football when they be in the piles and shit. They be all grabbing on each other touching on each other hey, and nah, shit doing little dirty shit nah the showers when I was in high school the, the whole showers I'd be like nah I'm gonna take this pill I'm always going to the crib I'm not showering yeah, with no other yeah, man. man but they, they, then they try so to shit on you for watching yeah, wrestling yeah like I'm, I'm good <laughs> they would always shit on me like bro like Stone Cold he got tights on bro I'm like y'all don't know what's going on I'm a, yo I'm a mind you in the Attitude Era right. there was mad titties in wrestling bro <laughs> bitches used to be ripping each other's whole dress off and being Bra and titties. This baby. is why that I, should never happen in the NFL. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck what they y'all said. They had Godfather, the uh, but they're not connected. The lingerie football league. The NFL ain't the sponsoring lingerie. that shit. So y'all really watching some questionable shit. Shout I'm out to Jerry Lawler. Word. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Lawler was on it. <laughs> word. Major perv, yo. <laughs> but um, thought provoker. What made you say, "I right, now I want to drop this project"? You know, um. Themed about a uh, themed around wrestling. Well, it's 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 threefold again. Like life, you know how you move in life. You have to move to your own beat, your own cadence, right. your own rhythm. You know what I'm saying. You write your own stanzas. Mm-hmm. You know you move how you want to move. Longest is righteous. You ain't hurting nobody. Move to the beat of your own drum. So with poetry in motion, I'm a big poetry head. I love Langston Hughes. I read James Baldwin books. My Angelo. I can you know go on and on, Adam Hayden, all that. So I read poetry anthologies a lot. When I was in college, I wouldn't even care about the class. I just want to read the poetry anthology itself. I'm not following the lesson plan, Mm -hmm. but I do like the content of the anthology. So poetry in motion kind of came together when I saw that Hardy, you know, I'm watching, I'm watching the WrestleMania with the TLC, the first Mm -hmm. TLC, Mm -hmm. right? And, the there was um a highlight on SmackDown where Michael Cole's like poetry in motion, you know, yeah. Jeff Hardy is jumping off Matt's, you know, Matt's back and, you know, kind of crashing into the deadly. So I'm just like, 
I feel like life is poetry in motion. Right. Everything, everything that we do has a rhythm to it, has a beat to it. Our heart has a beat to it. You know, some some people's hearts are bigger than others. It's wider than others. And it beats for a certain, you know, certain things like, you know, the the hearing your child, you know, being born and mm-hmm. or, or or you know, the love of your partner, like your heart, you know, skips a beat yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at these at these things. And it is and all poetry is 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 meter, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes with that meter, you know, it may have a rhyme scheme, it may not. So with poetry in motion, I related it to the the poetry of how Jeff and Matt sort of, you know, concocted their move list. You know, they're different, and we related to them now, right? Like mm-hmm. back then, they were just like the punk rock guys, and we were weird for liking them, you know. But now everybody just came around to them, and how they moved was different from every other tag team and every other like act in wrestling that I've seen. You know, and it kind of correlated to hip hop. So poetry in motion is just moving to your beat how you want to move. That's so, all that is. So, so, so everybody, make sure y'all check that out. Poetry in motion, the EP out now. And um, <clears throat> I like the um, the wrestling hip hop uh, connection that mm-hmm. you know has been brewing. It's been brewing for a little while because I remember Run DMC popped up on a. Uh, on WrestleMania one time, so and Pepper popped up on WrestleMania one Shout time. Shout out so, to Run DMC. Yeah, there was always like that little connection. Got the shirt on with him. With all yeah, that. word. Look at that. <laughs> and then um, with West Side bringing it in and stuff. So now yeah. I see a lot more wrestling and and hip hop being connected. So shout out to that. Shout out to you. Poetry in Motion, the fifth EP of eight, excuse me, the fifth project of, of eight, eight that yep. you are dropping in 2023. So now we only got like three roughly three weeks left in right. this year and you got three projects you're gonna drop yeah. can we talk about those do they have titles and stuff yeah one one i'm actually gonna i was actually gonna release like the the preview trailer one is called um lucy's and if you know you know cigarette coaching mm-hmm. in new york my parents smoked a lot of cigarettes with the windows up and <laughs> kind of contributed <laughs> kind of contributed to carbon monoxide poisoning All types of shit. You, you know what i mean but also <laughs> well also it's like it's like a culture like a lot of our parents met through being outside of a ball yo you got a cigarette yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying and you mm-hmm. meet and 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 connecting off of this so i feel like lucy's is another like old to to old new york again mm-hmm. and and the sound of it and you know how it all connects and everything else work so so and and the next one the next one is actually um off of a james baldwin book a a tentative title um and you know that one is more personable it's sort of sort of just like sort of just like solo so i'm a i'm a um have it um structured like a novel right it's going to be chapters and everything else is going to be thematic and the third one is Third one is tentative as well, the title, but I definitely gonna lock in that studio and 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 give three out. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I like that you're 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 thinking these projects through. You know what I'm saying? It's not just uh, I'm gonna record eight joints as an EP. I'm gonna put it out now. Nah, like you're right. actually pre-planning, pre-theming them. Mm-hmm. You know, different themes. It's yeah. not the same theme eight times. So definitely shout out to you for doing that, man. Definitely. My thing is, you got less than. <clears throat> Three weeks. Oh no, nah, I'm a fast rider, bro. Pressure's um, on, but yeah. yo, I'm a, pressure I'm a, makes I'm a, diamonds, baby. Yeah, that's listen, right. 
I ne- I, I, I love this, so I don't ever feel pressure. It's just like I love to do this. Like if I can just lock in the studio and stay there for 24 hours, I do it. Right. So to get and, and get paid for it. Yeah, yeah, and get paid for it. Absolutely. I do it. That's why I, you know, it's not pressure to me. It's just like I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it because it's it's literally a part of my life. Like okay. it's a part of my walk. So I don't feel pressure. But I do feel like I do feel the pressure to make it great. That's good. that's it. Okay. Good, good. That's Absolutely. what it is. With Absolutely. with dropping all these projects in a quick uh at at, a, at such a quick pace. Mm-hmm. Are are you able to or do you feel you're able to work the project thoroughly? Um are you that, dropping videos for every project? Yeah, um that that also is something that I feel like I can be better at with with having more video content yeah. for these projects so that there's a visual aspect to it. So right. that's something that I feel like I'm going to be better at moving forward and giving a visual conceptual view of each project. And I think that that is something that we as, you know, as an artist, sometimes we hate to admit that we need to improve on something. Right, right, right. Like, and you can't the, do everything alone. Yeah, bro. right. As much as you want right. and right. as much as we all want to. Right. Sometimes, so, you know, you need that. Too. So there will be, going forward, I actually I actually do have a video coming out for uh, Whisper in the Wind for Poetry in Motion coming out oh. before the end of the year. And um, moving forward, there will be more, like I said, more of a rollout, more of a video. But this year was about the content and you know the music of it this mm-hmm. is for like the music listeners right. and everything so yeah so uh what can we expect in the year 2024 2024 is going to be more me being outside more and more shows um i plan on doing a little bit of a little bit of touring um a little bit of shows everywhere mm-hmm. um more videos um my this year next year is going to be the year of the third verse and what i'm going to say is Mm. everything that i put out every project that i put out there will be no more short form songs Mm. that's it there's going to be third there will be the third verse and there may be a bridge here and there but i want to i want to stress that we no longer need to do the two minute song. I'm I'm championing that. That's out for me. Right, right, right. It's gonna be the third verse. So absolutely. So everybody be on the lookout. 2024 new projects, three verse songs, which that may seem foreign to y'all, Ooh. but it's actually something that's been around before y'all, and it's dope. Make sure y'all go download solo. Make sure y'all download Life's a Blur. I let my tape rock till I till my tape popped. Is it Friday yet? Poetry in motion. Follow at thought underscore provoker. Get the merch. When you have some shows, my bro, please let us know so we could pull up. We could support. Definitely. Um, y'all get go, the merch. Look out for the videos. Y'all go look check out, out Survive in Advance, man. That joint is yeah, that's my joint right there. Survive in Advance. We'll definitely you. check that out, man. Um, we're gonna get into ten shots with VSOP. Um, y'all know the drill. Real quick, man, I'm going to ask you 10 rapid-fire questions. You answer them with minimal thought. We'll turn around, go back, and discuss your answers. All right, All right. got you. Here we go. Number 10, Hip Boy or Alchemist? If you could work with one, who would you work with? Alchemist. Alchemist. Lauren or Mary J. Blige? Better artist to you. Lauren. Lauren. Foxy or Kim? <sighs> Kim. Foxy or Kim? You said Kim? Mm-hmm. Bigger Pac. Big. The Infamous or Hell on Earth? Which one's a better album? The infamous. Infamous. 
Who got the better rappers? Brooklyn or Queens? Queens. Queens. Uh, Jada or Fab? Jada. Okay. Better movie, Stay Prop or Belly? Stay Prop. Okay. Harder beat to rap on. Who shot you or Benjamins? Benjamins. Benjamins. Last one, Black Album or Blueprint? Black Album. Okay. I was I would have said reasonable, but I knew you're gonna pick that. So. <laughs> it worked. So I picked two other ones, and that's it. Ten shots. Shout out to that. Shout out to the Alchemist for sure. Shout out to Lauren Hill, New Jersey royalty. That's right. Shout out to Kim. Shout out to Foxy. Shout out to Big, infamous classic album. Shout out to that Queens. Get the money, Jada. Shout out to Jada. Shout out to his son too. He just dropped the freestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I dope. saw that. Yeah, I saw that. State prop over Belly. Shout out to that. Shout out to Dame Always Benjamins. And the Black Album. Shout out to that. Before we get into the Love Song of the Week, I got to do a rant real quick. Oh, shit. I'm looking at the camera to all my podcasters, fellow podcasters, bloggers, journalists. Here we go. Hip-hop reporters. Even my regular people that report news on their social medias and stuff, man. Y'all got to stop focusing on the negative, y'all. I know this Diddy thing is a hot topic, Hmm. but... Everything is allegations, and y'all quick to throw people under the bus. Whatever happens to innocent, be you know, uh, proven proven innocent before guilty, or guilt, proof guilty before innocent. Whatever the fuck it is, y'all doing it backwards. Y'all y'all throwing people under the bus. Are hip hop icons? You know, y'all may not like Diddy, but Diddy did a lot for the culture, and I don't think it's fair that people are quick to promote, share make episodes about, talk about, laugh at, you know, our, our icons when they're going through something. And this is not Diddy specific because it happens to all of them. But when they do something positive, when they do something dope, when they help somebody, nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to mention it. When they drop new music, it's barely mentioned. But if they mess up, everybody wants to talk about it. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a reason. And I just think it's unfair, man. We got to love hip hop more. We got to protect ourselves because this whole world's trying to take us down and take us out. And if we're going to help them take each other out, then what are we really doing? What what is our culture become? You know what I'm saying? So just be a little more conscious of the energy y'all putting out and the information and the misinformation that you're spreading. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what Diddy did. We don't know what Diddy didn't do. We wasn't there, Mm. you know, and, and... if you look at things from a true perspective, man, if Cassie was really that upset, why she ain't pressed criminal charges? Why she ain't trying to get that man put behind bars so that he wouldn't be able to do that to anyone else moving forward? Not only that, if it was just about a lawsuit, why she sued him and sued Viacom and sued Revolt and sued Ciroc? Like, y'all got to look at things a little deeper and see if maybe there was a money play going on. <clears throat> or maybe there wasn't. I don't know. That's my whole point. None of us do. But to just go on about there and, you know, shit on people. And 50, you 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 a foul cat, man, for doing that, too. You're talking about you're going to put out a Diddy documentary. Yeah, and, you know, like, th- that's all allegations, man. Let, let, let something be proven. And listen, if tomorrow shit comes out and it's real and Diddy was a piece of shit, lock him up, send him away, throw the key away, and I'll, you know, I'm not going to support somebody that's doing wrong, but we can't not support people based on allegations. So I just want y'all to think a little deeper and... You know, respect the culture, man. Like, y'all not quick to shit on uh, rock and roll artists. I don't see nobody shit on Taylor Swift. You know, it's just our people, our own people throw each other under the bus too quickly and too often. And it's very exhausting. And I just wish, yo, have some respect for the culture, bro. That's that's really all I wanted to say, you know. Um, That's just my opinion. It is what it is. Shout out to Thought Provoker pulling up today. North, uh, North New York's go. own, Jersey City's own, 
Thought Provoker. Definitely check out his yeah, projects. Yeah. Shout out to Brother F. Shout out to Straight Fuego Studio. Shout out to our manager, Dolly. Make sure y'all get your teeth whitened at Teeth Whitening, mm. doll At Luna Bright Teeth Whitening. Shout out to my co-host, VSOP. You know what it be. Let me make sure I'm connected because I want to leave y'all with the love song of the week. And I want to tell y'all a quick story about the love song of the week. So I'll get home last night. I'm on the gram. It's 3 a.m. I'm scrolling, scrolling, wasting my fucking life away. I come across a post and they say, Motown, this is the song we need to push. This is the joint. It's a new Offset record. I'm notoriously not an Offset fan at all in the least, but I heard the song. It's just a smoker. So at 3 a.m., I'm in the crib. I'm jumping up and down. I'm excited. My blood is racing. My heart is racing. I'm wishing I had somebody I could call, talk to, text, anybody, please. I threw this shit up on my story just hoping somebody would see it and give me a reaction and interact with me because new music really, really gets me hype. And last night I was fucking hype. And on the way up here, I was playing it and I was still hype. So shout out to Offset. Shout out to Motown. Shout out to Don Tolliver. I'm probably late. This joint came out a month ago. It might be on the radio. I don't know how to listen to radio, but it's the M. Burns Love Song of the Week for episode 175, The Godcast. It's called Worth It. Before I hit play, do remember, chin up, chest out, carry yourself with honor, carry yourself with pride. Thought provoking. Thanks again for pulling up. Not episode enough. 175, The Godcast, The M. Burns Love Song of the Week. Offset, Don Tolliver. Worth it. And come on, man. You can't start the song with the reggae joint and it should not be fire. F, give me some volume, please. Not connected. How are we not connected, B? Nah, man. Yo, we're going back to the wire, bro. This shit says connected and it's not connected. I ain't fucking with this no more, man. This is offset? I've heard this song, yo. You've heard this? Yeah. It's fire. It's anyway, good. episode 175, Godcast, Thought Provoker, VSOP, M. Burns. Shout out, brother. F. Shout out, Straight Fuego Studios. And we out. I did hear this. And Don Tolliver, right? Don Tolliver. Yeah. yeah. I did hear this. Hey, 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 hey.